0: Coaches around college football may not like what Coach Prime's doing in Boulder, but one does, a one former coach at least, Urban Meyer, a coach who's won multiple championships and knows what it takes to win at the college level, recently took a trip to Boulder, and guess what? He loved what he saw. I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borber. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about exactly what Urban Meyer said, what he likes about the program, where he maybe is a little concerned about. We're going to be talking about the linebackers, and then today's Coach Prime's birthday. Um, obviously, I'm not going to sing him happy birthday or anything, but I'm going to explain why, even though it's his birthday, he's the gift that keeps on giving to Colorado and their fans. Um, But before we dive in, I need you guys to know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now when you bet on Super Bowl winner. You could get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. FanDuel.com slash locked on. So go check that out. Um, okay, let's dive right into it. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Urban Meyer, um, which you should be, he's one of the best coaches in college football history. Um, won championships at Florida. Uh, won championship at Ohio State. Uh, actually won the first ever playoff. Um he he knows what it takes to win at the college level. Um, does he, did his stint in the NFL pan out? No, but that's not rare. You know, uh, we've seen a lot of um, we've seen a lot more college coaches go to the NFL and fail than we've seen succeed. So, Urban Meyer still highly respected at the college level. Um, an analyst for Fox Big Noon's Kickoff, uh, or f- for Fox's college football uh, studio show. Regardless, um, he headed over to Boulder um, to talk about what he saw. Um, or not to talk about what he saw. He had over to Boulder to see what was going on. Um, he joined Colin Cowherd to talk about what he saw, and let's just say he was pretty impressed. Um, he he was discussing the – he just wanted to see what Colorado was up to. I think there's a lot of questions around Colorado. Everybody knows that they brought in 50 transfers. There's only 10 scholarship players from last year. But realistically, what, are they, what do they look like as a team? And obviously we get our clips from well-off media. We get – reports from the reporters that are there and it's it's interesting. But again, to have someone with the outside perspective kind of come in and be like, oh yeah, they're doing it, they're doing good things. It's it's pretty big for Colorado. So um this is what he told uh on three sports. And then he kind of talked about it um with Colin Cowherd as well. He said, I mean I've always known Deion Sanders a long time. I've always loved Deion Sanders. I respect him. We get along. I called him up. I was out west and he says and said we have you in the first two games. He was more than gracious to have me out. The most underrated people obviously got your players. Um the most underrated people in football are the assistant coaches. And he's hired really good coaches. I went to the meetings, and I watched the practice and they had believe 70 new players. So he's already raving about the staff around um raving around about the staff around coach Prime and that's I think one of the most unsung aspects of coach Prime's hiring at Colorado is the fact that he kind of built the perfect staff around him but people only realize uh i almost said most people only think about coach prime they're like can he do it can he do it he's not doing it alone he's got a staff full of former head coaches a staff full of guys who have been a part of national championship staffs he knows what it takes to win and he knows that they know what it takes to win so it's a great pairing um so he continued telling colin coward he goes so i called this thing the grand experiment and he goes i'm telling you colin i meant I mean, that was not what I expected. You know, I didn't know what to expect, but I saw a very good team. I saw talented players. His son's an excellent quarterback. They got Travis Hunter, and he says, I looked at Prime, and I said, man, I had one of those called Percy Harvin. I just pushed him into the side and said, you don't need to practice him much longer. That's He's that good. The thing that they're lacking, Colin, is depth. If they could stay healthy, they have a tough schedule. Um, They're going to make some waves in the Pac-12. I totally agree there. I think, obviously, they've added depth in the sense that they brought in bodies, is it quality depth? We'll find out when the games start happening. Um, Certain positions, like uh, I would say the secondary and corner spot, like the secondary as a whole, I guess. I was going to say safety and corners. But the secondary as a whole is pretty deep. Um, You look at the wide receivers, they're pretty deep, and the running backs as well. Other than that, quarterbacks, obviously outside of Shadur, not very confident in that room. Defensive line, offensive line to be seen. You know, we've seen videos of them kind of dominating each other on um, the defense line is I've seen a lot of videos of them getting pressure on the quarterback. I've also seen the offense line doing some work. So we're not going to really find out about these other units until football is actually starting to happen. But for Urban Meyer to talk about what what he saw, um, because I think it's it's one thing for coach prime to be confident in the program. Um I think you kind of have to be if you're the head coach of your program, even if Excuse me. Even if you're the worst team in the country, like I'm sure Carl Durrell last year prior to the season was like, I like what I like what we got going. Like, I doubt he goes, you know what? I think we're going to suck this year. So to have an objective um, point of view, is pretty cool um, because urban Meyer, like I said, knows what it takes to win. Um, He knows what it takes to assemble talented rosters, assemble talented staffs. And he's saying that coach prime has done just that. And so he's obviously not saying that they're going to win championship but he says that they're going to make waves in the Pac-12. And so that probably means they're going to catch a couple teams slipping. There probably means they're going to be better than people realize. And like I said, I predicted Colorado to win six games. Um, If they're able to stay healthy, um, I believe I said the number I've said, it was about 35 to 40 transfers need to hit um, as starters or key contributors. If that happens and they're good, Colorado could easily surpass that six number. Um, It's all about depth. It's all about how well they um, really put everything together when they're on the field playing against other teams. Um, We've already seen Shadur having a great fall camp. I I talked about it yesterday, 22 touchdowns, no interceptions throughout the first week. That's great. Can he do it against the teams in the regular season? We'll have to wait and see. But for Urban Meyer, who honestly... I don't think he has to say something positive. I think he could I think he could have been more blunt about it if he wanted to be. Like if he didn't like what he saw, he could have just been like, you know, there was some positive spots and there was some some things to work on, but that's why it's fall camp and the season's still so many weeks away. Like he could have gone down that path, but he literally said that they're, they're going to make some waves. I don't think you make that statement unless you believe it to be true. And so for urban Meyer to kind of go down that path and kind of put his name attached to a program where a lot of people have a lot of questions about it. I feel like that's a pretty big, um, he's speaking pretty highly of coach prime there and you have to love what you're, what you're seeing. So, um, yeah, urban Meyer, big on the buffs, um, says they're going to make some waves in the pac 12 this year and, uh, obviously we're going to have to wait and see. They open up in a couple weeks against TCU and Dallas Fort Worth. Urban Meyer will, will be obvious. The Fox group will be there um, for big noon kickoff. So a lot of things to be excited about for a Colorado fan. The season's almost here. We get to see um, the team finally face off We've, against other teams. We get to see all these new faces and who's going to stand out and who's going to surprise us and who maybe disappoints. All of that is coming up very soon, um, and I'll be here covering it every step of the way and one of our best sponsors are my favorite shorts this episode is brought to you by bird dogs if you want the most comfortable shorts in the game let me tell you um it's these right here uh let me tell you a little bit about bird dogs they make you look good and they're a stretch khaki short that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as lululemon but they fit way better they fit Fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing Cloud fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches, so you get a waist slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that helps you cool and that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I personally, I wear my Bird Dogs to dinners. I've worn them to play softball. They're so versatile. You can wear them to go swimming. Um, they have nice joggers as well, super comfy. Um, also, they gave me a nice hat. Um, if you want some very comfortable clothing go to birddogs.com slash locked college or enter promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for or promo code locked on college for a re- free white hat free tech hats excuse me you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast Okay, it's time to talk about the linebackers. Um, yesterday, I talked about the running backs. We got an update on the running backs and who was kind of leading the way. Um, shocker. It was Altima Caskill and Cavosi Smoke. Cavosi um, Smoke. Uh, now, we're focusing on the linebacker group, um, a group that I would say is one of the more um, questionable groups. Um, I think there's potential. Uh, I think this group is boomer bust, if you will. Um, I think this group has guys where it's like, if they explode this year, I wouldn't be surprised. But maybe if they struggle, I'd be like, makes sense. Um, so 24-7 Sports is uh, Adam. Adam, or no, actually it was Jimmy Seafrost from 24-7 Sports. Adam runs the site, so I just assumed it was him. Um, provided an update on the linebackers, and he talked about who has been standing out. Um, one of them, which I thought was pretty cool, was Marvin Ham, the second. Um, if that name doesn't sound familiar, he's one of the few players um, – from last year, that s- stuck around. Um, he moved from the Sam li- linebacker to the Mike linebacker position and apparently has found a lot of success. Um, Demoy Kennedy has been someone that uh, Andre Hart, the linebackers coach, has been raving about, which that's the Alabama transfer. Um, Levante Bentley, the Clemson transfer, has kind of uh, been a leader and he described was described as the most coachable in the group. Um, and I thought this quote was pretty cool. So they said they were asking him about um, they were asking him about Des Moines and how like how good he could be and um, how just how great it is to have speed at the linebacker position. And he goes, is the question was, what does getting speed or what does having speed do for a linebacker? And he goes, it gets me paid. That's what makes me look good. I mean, I don't know if you guys were out there, but Dylan Edwards, who's the re- freshman running back, um, I think Dylan Edwards is probably the fastest or like at worst, the third fastest player on the team was running a wheel route and demoy i guess ran undercut it and but he was just so fast that he was able to kind of do what he was not supposed to do in a way like most linebackers you don't want them to just run and undercut the the wheel route but he he did what he thought was necessary and he made the play um he said but kennedy was right there on the hip playing the ball well and he says i mean stuff like that you can't you can do a lot of things but now as far as going to empty and do checks where you don't have to take the linebacker off the field. You can keep them there. Now you don't have to do a lot of substitutions and the offense doesn't exactly know what the defense, what, know the defense. So it's valuable. So Des Moines Kennedy um, to summarize that, because I think the, the quote was translated a little. Um, it's hard. It's hard to read. Obviously if you're listening to it, it makes more sense, but when you're reading it, it doesn't sound as flowy. Basically Des Moy Kennedy is so athletic that he's not coming off the field um his athleticism helps blow up offensive plays and his athleticism helps the defense kind of be able to use him in more ways obviously when you're having to substitute certain players off in certain packages the offense could kind of pick up on that so maybe say for example you're taking kevin borba off um on certain in certain formations or certain looks the offense is gonna be like oh okay he's not as athletic um or he he was more athletic and so that means they're predicting for a run right now they just want to clog the middle um then they could check to something else and kind of exploit that having athletic linebackers that allow you to kind of be versatile that's a huge win um so demoy kennedy obviously um doing well um they asked a question about jeremiah brown um what does he expect to stay inside linebacker and the coach said yeah jeremiah brown has been doing really well since he moved back to the inside but there's a lot of competition i think the biggest thing for coaches to look at for us is to make sure there's no attitude and breaks up the room right now. And they haven't done anything that they're really gelled together and they've been talking to each other. And then they asked, this is the one I'm most curious about is Brennan Gant. He's a Florida state transfer plays safety plays linebacker. And they asked what he saw out of him. He says, well, right now, um, he's still going through medical stuff. He has to get clear. So he hasn't been participating. That's disappointing. point, but FSU, they were in a similar defense, but different terminology. So now I will tell you, his focus physically and his mental tough his mental focus has been great. Like we'll be in walkthroughs and I'll be on the field with the linebackers and I'll see him behind the offense taking the same steps as the linebackers do because he wants to be out there and play. So he's a student of a ke- of the game. Um so obviously Brennan Gantt not practicing right now. Um that was someone that's a little disappointing to hear because obviously you want to you want to have all of the best most unique players playing for the buffs, and obviously he's got some medical things that he's still working through. But he's someone who's I said DeMoyne Kennedy is versatile. Brennan Gant can play safety. He can play linebacker. And so I think him and Moy Kennedy just out there causing havoc and making life hell for the, for the opposing offenses is something that if you're a Colorado fan, you should be excited about because last season, defense was getting shredded every single game. This season, they have playmakers. Um, I don't think you could point to a defense player on the roster last year, maybe outside of Trevor Woods or Jalen Sammy, who Sammy is obviously at Michigan state and Trevor Woods is battling for that safety spot. weren't many playmakers? Now I feel like we're starting to see they have playmakers. They have guys that make them versatile. They have guys that kind of boost them up a little bit. So that's exciting to see. Um, So that's been your update on the linebackers. Um, When we come back, we're going to be talking about coach prime's birthday. Um, I think he's the gift that keeps on giving for this program. And I'm going to explain why he was such an important, I guess, present around Christmas time. But now it's his birthday for Colorado when we come back. Welcome back. It is Coach Prime's birthday, um, I believe. Let me pull it up here. I believe he is 53, um, which makes him the 39th oldest coach in college football and the third oldest coach in the Pac-12, which I mean... I think that kind of goes to show how young the coaches are in the Pac-12 I guess. <laughs> but realistically, Coach Prime, obviously I'm not going to sing him happy birthday or anything, but if you're a Colorado fan, um you better go wish Coach Prime a happy birthday and you better go make sure that you guys that he knows that you guys support him and you guys love him. Not that you guys haven't been, but the things he has done to this program within I think he was hired in January or December Um, We'll say January for the sake of math being easier. Um, It is now July. So he's been here for, or August. It's not August. He's now been here for about seven months. And I think he's saved the program. Um, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but let's just go through all the things that he's accomplished during this time. Gets hired as the head coach right before signing day. Puts together a top 25 class in about five minutes. Cool. Comes in, everybody's hyped about it. Brings in a bunch of transfers already before this ahead of spring ball. Has a ton of transfers. Um, says that he's flipping the roster. Um, obviously, no. There's still guys from last year's roster that were on the team, and he gave them all a chance. To, had the whole Louis luggage statement um, before he took the job, and all that, or right, like right when he took the job. Comes in spring ball, generates so much attention that not only is Colorado's game televised, which Usually, Pac 12 teams, when their spring game is televised, it's on the Pac 12 network. Um, uh, Colorado had the only spring game to be televised by ESPN. Georgia, who's coming off back to back championships, was on ESPN too. And that was the only other one that where it was like, you know what, let's put it on national television. Colorado, a team that went one and 11 last year, was on ESPN for their spring game, a game that was sold out. Um, by the fans. It was snowing. It was insane. An, an insane atmosphere to be at. Um they brought in a bunch of hype. They brought in um Colorado Legends and are kind of tried to build the program back up. Okay. That's cool. Um how else has he made Colorado relevant? Ah, let's see. Two primetime games to start off the season. Big noon kickoff at TCU, big noon kickoff against Nebraska. Um last year Colorado, I think their game was televised against TCU because I believe it was in week zero. So there was no other games and that was a horrible game. Um, people want to watch Colorado. Um, Colorado has a six-month bet um, to win the championship. So while people are extremely confident in what he's doing, um, he's just he's created an energy around Colorado that wasn't there. Um, let's be honest. Uh, I myself was not covering Colorado until Coach Prime got there. Um, when Coach Prime got there, uh, Athlon and and Fan Nation neither of them had sites. Now we both have sites there. <laughs> um, people wanted colorado news they want to see what's going on coaches have been kind of coming at colorado because one they're threatened by what he's done he's revolutionized college football in a sense um his transfer portal method whether it works or it doesn't it'll go down as a move in history that we always look back at and talk about um because one it's either going to be a great success two maybe it doesn't pan out or three maybe they make rules to make sure it doesn't happen again um because i feel like it created a lot of um discussions that kind of Kind of, um, I don't know, I, I want to say change called football for the better or for worse, depending on what side of the, the aisle you're on. But Coach Prime has done nothing but bring attention to Colorado. He's made it easier for players to transfer in. He's made this program relevant. Most importantly, I think Coach Prime is the main reason that Colorado was able to go to the Big 12. Um, I'm going a, I'm to a put this out there. If, say, Carl Durrell didn't get fired last season, um, this is just hypothetical, And he's trying to build off that one and 11 roster and hopefully make changes and get, they give him another shot. I don't think Colorado is targeted in realignment. I really don't. Um, They might, they might've been for the sake of adding a power five program, but the big 12, one of the major reasons they want to Colorado is because coach prime is on the sidelines. Coach prime brings in eyes. He brings in ears. He, whenever he does, people are watching or listening so the Big 12 having that is just more eyes on their new conference, which really doesn't have a face to the conference at, at the moment uh, after they lose Texas and Oklahoma. So Coach Prime has done nothing but revolutionize college football, and he's done nothing but bring positive attention to Colorado. He's done nothing but change Colorado for the better. And with the college football season ahead of us, um, I'm very excited to see what he does next. I'm excited to see um, just everything that the Buffs accomplish and kind of what how we see his progression as a coach at the power five level where he'll be watched more than he was at Jackson state and people are going to be paying attention to every single move he does. And so, yeah, um, I got you guys covered here at locked on bus. I got you guys covered over at Athlon. So make sure to like, subscribe and follow. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to locked on bus every single day. You guys have a great day and I will see you guys tomorrow.